When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Looking for a judgment-free zone? Are you looking for a host that's an open book? Do you want to discuss the things that we all face in real life with a heavy dash of motivation? Then you're in the right place. Welcome to the Let Me Touch You podcast. Let's get started. Here's your host. Barbie. Hey guys, how you doing? Welcome to another week of Let Me Touch You Podcast. It's your girl Barbie, and I'm joined by my two favorite Leos. Favorite Leos, introduce yourself. Who's gonna fight to go first? <laughs> I'll go first. Um, <laughs> it's Jay Christian of the Cognac Room Podcast. What's up, everybody? Styles from the Brunch Hour podcast and uh, Happy Hour. And, and Jay gave you his last name this week. I just want everybody to take notice. That's all. I, um, and, and you know what? I have. What? I have it that way. Jay, Jay Christian. Me, Jay, let me ask you a question. Did she did she use your picture this week that she asked for? Because I know I hate sending pictures. I sent her the picture and it never got used. No, she she wasn't Listen, it. Uh, I didn't use the pictures this week. And in a way, I'm happy I didn't. Because what happened to the flyer this week? Yeah. For the post? Yeah. Somebody on Instagram has been hating on the wonderful job we're doing this season with you guys. And they've been flagging all my clips. So it's been hard for me to promote. So shout out to the haters. Fuck the haters. Shout out to the haters. They keep my belly full. Go ahead. (laughs) Yep. We still here doing what we do best. And that's talking to you guys, giving you guys the best advice we can. Um, so, real quick before we get things started, I have a quick update on Huang. So, I did ask him your question, Styles. I Who? was like, you know, Huang. Juan. Why is there a G yes. at the end of that? Is that a Spanish <laughs> thing? No, no, no. Is it? Is it? That's a Spanish There's thing? There's no G. Huang. Okay. <laughs> How you say it? Juan. <laughs> Jay's just over here laughing. Anyway, you guys know who we're talking about. Wang said that he has not <laughs> changed the keys. Um, yeah, he hasn't changed the locks, but he is taking baby steps to do that, and he will eventually. I term baby steps is better than no steps. At least he's actually thinking about doing it, and he will, and he'll start the process. You know what's crazy is that um, I was thinking, you know, some maniacal shit, but. Even him bumping into a, a bad woman with all of her shit together, he's not even going to receive that. He, like, literally has to forget about his past situation. Yeah, because I was going to suggest, well, maybe he just need He doesn't need a bad chick. No, he doesn't. Yeah. And that's one thing that a lot of people mistake. You know, they say to get over someone is better to get under another person. No, because all you're going to do is damage that person. 
It's going to be a whole chain reaction. Like, you're screwed. Now you're here messing with this next person's emotions, and they're going to be screwed, and it's going to keep going and going. So, Wong, you're doing the right thing. Heal. Love yourself first. The rest will follow. That's right. Wong, what an end. Shut up. Yeah. No, whatever. Let's connect. Now it's time to connect. Let's connect. You're going to have me listening to this to see how I say Huang and how the fuck you say it. You mean Huang? Jay, say Huang. Huang. See? And he, got, he breathed heavy on the J. <laughs> Whatever. Okay, so this week I got a submission. It was in a clip and we've written, people, we want to hear your beautiful voices. Stop being shy. But I do appreciate the submissions you're sending anyway. So the question is, do you think that God will sometimes break your heart to save your heart? Styles, go first since, you know, you broke your neck real fast. I, it's not even that. I'm, I'm just trying to figure out, like, the whole... That, that's a deeper debate. That's not just... Yeah, I don't know. I'm not an atheist, but I don't believe that God truly plays a part in our day-to-day lives. You know, um, really? I don't, honestly. I, I'm... We won't get into religion, but okay, I gotta respect. It's too late. We already did. They read the question. They said God. I didn't. And not only that, but the thing is, if that be the case, then why would God allow a dog to maul a child? You get what I'm saying? And then we were like, nah, he's not involved in that. He's just involved in the other trivial shit. That doesn't make any sense. But however, it is Wednesday, not Sunday, so I do have a little bit of common sense today. I'll pass it on to Jay Christian. Uh, so my initial reaction or thought was, yeah, sure. Um, and and I believe that that is true to a degree. But when I look at it in light of what Styles just said, I believe that God allows us to make our own decisions. And sometimes when we get ourselves in a jam, He will help us out. And sometimes it's not always the easy way out. So He will allow some things to be broken in order for them to be mended you know it's like having a a broken foot that grows or arm that grows back wrong they have to break it in order to fix it so i don't understand the whole free will thing only to meddle in things that you feel appropriate that doesn't it just doesn't add up the math ain't mathing however don't come for me religious zealots calm down relax (laughs) All right, these are my, I am spiritual. Life is definitely a miracle. Um, but as far as like what God has His hands in, He gave us free will for a reason, and um, I'll leave it at that. Okay, my thoughts on it. Yes, I agree. Sometimes He will break your heart to save it, and that's what a lot of things in life. Sometimes, like kind of what exactly what Jay said. Like Styles was always saying. Now I see why he. You know, when Jay goes to go after him, it's like, you're going to repeat the same shit all over again. <laughs> but yeah, what Jay said is correct. Him breaking your heart is him saving you. So you got to break it to save it. Heart to heart. It's time for the main topic. Let's have a heart to heart. Okay, so this week we're going to touch base on chapter five from the book attached guys if you don't have a copy go get it 
find somewhere if you don't want to spend your money to listen to. But this book is amazing. Chapter five is titled Living with a Sixth Sense for Danger, the Attach the Anxious Attachment Style. So to start it off, guys, what are your thoughts on anxious people? After listening to this chapter in let's say a brief sentence, how would you describe an anxious person? Psycho. Period. I didn't say a word. That's a, I put a period and on it. And that's the whole reason it, why. It turned it into a sentence. That's the whole reason why I didn't say a word because I knew you was just going to say that Psycho. word. Psycho. And I was, it was funny because when I was listening to it, I was giggling. Because it's like, how, how does he make all of that shit sound normal? Like, that's not normal. That's psycho. And I got a couple of scenarios that I did right now, but yeah, psycho. Go ahead, Jay. Sorry. My sentence would be uh, salt of the earth, man. Salt of the earth. We need anxious attachment styles, bro. Imagine the world without anxious attachment styles. It'd be boring. It would be boring, but not only that, like, I feel like, especially for someone who's secure, yeah, that could work. I mean, I, I just feel like it's a Really good match. Um, I feel like it's a really good match. Styles, why do you think we psycho? I mean, just a couple of scenarios that he was going over. Like, for instance, um, I wrote this down specifically. I was like, listen, you call Jay. Jay doesn't answer his phone, right? It rings three times, goes to voicemail. But we all know that the phone rings about six times before it automatically goes to voicemail, right? But you already know on the third time it goes to voicemail. And you're like, what the fuck? Then you call him back and it goes straight to voicemail. Now you're mad. Psycho. Yeah, I I see. I understand what you're saying. (laughs) So... In this chapter, he says that people with the anxious attachment, we have a sixth sense for danger. Um, Meaning, like, we're usually on point with our gut feeling that we get. He didn't say that. Shaking your head, no. Yes, he did. It's not what he said. He said that you guys are hyper aware of people's emotional state. And he also said that you have a tendency to rush to judgment, which... Leaves you on the other side of things Psycho He said anxious people have a higher degree Of accuracy When it comes to people's emotions I didn't say verbatim A.K.A. AKA our six senses When it comes to people and the bullshit We catch on to it So we already know If you normally answer at the third ring Six ring You ain't answer You doing something or if your phone is always on, shit goes to voicemail. Who you fucking? Yo, we don't have any like psycho However, sound effects. You could use sound effects. I, I don't have, but I don't have any. Oh, I, I have one, but I won't use it. Jesus, <laughs> damn, Jay, you just took all the fun out of it. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right, Jay. I'm gonna use it. I'm gonna use it. I'm gonna bring it up. Hold on. Since he wants the psycho sound effect, I need, I need this. There we go. Barbie Dahmer. Super duper <laughs> appropriate. <laughs> oh, what was it? What was it? The question? No, that I was saying that he was saying that we have a higher degree of accuracy yeah. when it comes to detecting bullshit. I agree with that. I agree with that. Okay. You see? And he did say, Styles, that 
a lot, I'm not going to say 90% of the time, mm-hmm. majority of the time we are jumping to conclusions, right? right. Yep. Absolutely. And we, t- we tend to overreact and act at that moment instead of calming down, mm-hmm. thinking about things, mm-hmm. and then expressing how we feel later on. I got a question so, for you. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I didn't realize you weren't there. The psycho part of us, mm-hmm. if I'm calling you, mm-hmm. third time you send me the voicemail, yep. I ain't gonna. And then the second time I call you, phones off. I'm showing up to your job, your house, mm-hmm. wherever the heck I think you're at. All right, thank you for uh, compounding my, you know, <laughs> comment with interest. I appreciate old, it. That was the that was the old psycho me. Yeah, Jay. <laughs> okay, so because you said you said you know if I call and it it rings and it goes to voicemail, who you, who are you fucking? So that's where it gets crazy. Because even in the example that he gave in the book, it was work. It was. Yeah. And she knew before he actually went. Psycho. It's not her fault she's anxious. She knew, though. She knew that it was work prior to actually calling him. He's all right. So the scenario he gave in the book, him and his girlfriend, they've always worked together. So this was the first time he's at a new job, new firm, and he's uh, he went away with his firm. So, you know, she's a little anxious. There's new people. She doesn't... Something had to happen for her to be anxious. That's another thing. Stop, stop. Don't do that. Because now you're just twisting and turning the story to suit your argument. Don't do that. That's not... Stick to the the facts. Yeah, he didn't say none of that people. I know. At all. Psycho. (laughs) Yep. Damn. All right, go ahead. Go. All right. So, question to you, Bob, because we're speaking, Mm -hmm. you know, this, this chapter spoke directly to you. Okay. So I want to know: Do you have a burner social account? Why would you ask? There's a question. Just a yes, question. I do. All right. Do you have you ever used the burner social account to <laughs> spy on your significant other? Take a long to answer. Because you <laughs> yes, know you I have. have. <laughs> you have, and that shit ain't psycho. No. It's psycho. See, but. This was back in the days. Don't no, I didn't you ask know. you. I didn't ask you to place it on a timeline. I just asked if that were the case. No, timeline is very important here because you know I have improved. Okay, would I you mean, do it again under the hey, right set of circumstances? My motherfucker. No. no, no, I wouldn't. I learned my lesson on being psycho. It doesn't get you anywhere. Okay. Uh, we need an applause. Uh, what you call it? Sound effect for Barb. All right, let's give her applause real quick. I appreciate it. That shit sound like you, a, a car crash. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> but yes, we're we're applauding her uh, progress. Yes, yeah. thank you, and I appreciate it. So when he says for us to stop jumping to conclusions, um, he also mentioned that if we don't, we tend to activate our what he calls it activating strategy if i'm not mistaken i didn't write it down yeah activating yeah i see it here activating strategies so activating strategies are thoughts and feelings that we compel in order to seek closeness from our partners so for example you start thinking about your partner you but that this is when your partner's not answering your phone they're your phone call people you start thinking about them more find it difficult to concentrate you start underestimating yourself you tend to put them like on a higher pedestal wait wait stop and sorry you, 
You said what? underestimate yourself, as in what? Yourself. Underestimating yourself, as in you know the, yeah. the petty so shit that you could do. It turns out to be more petty than you thought it could ever be in this entire world. You start thinking because with the scenario, she's dead thinking, oh, my God, he's with another girl. You know, I'm not pretty enough. I'm just trying to think how she overthinking everything. Yeah. So, you know, and then you start thinking about just a whole bunch of dumb, crazy shit. Mm -hmm. I don't want to say crazy. No, no, no. You absolutely should say. No, no, no. You should say crazy. Call it what it is. And. Free yourself. No. You just start thinking about things that you shouldn't be thinking about, guys. Right. And that's that. So, what are your thoughts on that? Like, have you ever experienced females that were anxious and did these things? And if so, how did you handle it? Since I'm, you guys I know, are I know. both secure. But yeah, both secure, but yeah, both different. I know Jay definitely got a story or two. For sure. For sure. Go ahead, Jay. Let us yeah. into your world. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I um I have dealt with a young lady who was like that. Um, she had an activated attachment system, and she was extremely sensitive, super sensitive, and um you know she could sense when things weren't right. And so, um, ah, she's know? done all sorts of things. She would just show up unannounced, you know, trying hoping to catch something going on. Um. You know, and then if I because she behaved crazy, right? She had crazy behaviors. Like if I didn't want to let her in, like she'd stand out there and you know she'd try to kick the door in. If I had the door open, she'd try to yeah. You know, one time she told me I'll burn this motherfucker to the ground. You think I'm playing? You got somebody in there, like, and nobody was in there. Like we were beefing, and I just didn't want to go through that. <laughs> but yeah, so um. And she had, but she had some PTSD as well. But she was naturally already an anxious, an anxious um, attachment style. And so the it's the PTSD that makes us it, that it makes it that's what brings out the the crazy. I think yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. I'm sure if we Google it, it says it somewhere. I'm almost right. I'm almost positive that it does. Sounds yeah. you had a situation. If, like I mean, a yeah, I mean, shit, probably, definitely, yeah. All of the shit that I'm ashamed to say that Jay actually said, so I'll co-sign that. Um, which was when I realized that I I need to learn to identify crazy, pardon, anxious, way in the beginning, because I I just don't do anxious, crazy. Sorry, pardon. Listen, we're not associating anxious and crazy. We're not. No, so all my anxious people. No, no, I don't want there, y'all to come. You're not that. crazy. You're not crazy. You're, you're smart. Smart. And you with a PH. You psycho. know what's going down. Yes. You know what's going down. It only becomes crazy when crazy is as crazy does. You know what I mean? Like when you act crazy, then it's crazy. Because he describes, he describes um, anxious people, people who have an ancient. Anxious attachment style Who You know they, they keep it together And they You know they think things And, and they say Well I'm not going to call back Or whatever And then they find out That it wasn't what they thought and, and then they're cool So they didn't really Make a fool of themselves Right So There's nothing wrong With having an attached um, And uh, anxious attachment style I think the issue is When we lose control Of ourselves And I say we to keep from saying them, they, or you. There, right. Got you. 
Um, yeah. I'm gonna stand on my square. The way that he described it in the book, y'all are fucking psycho. Like that's just that, that he did it. I didn't do it. All I'm doing is I'm just drawing the conclusion. Stop just like calling everybody psycho. I, so I really don't. There's a small segment of people that are anxious, that are psychos. I mean, a small segment of the small segment that are that are psychos. Because the way that he actually went through it, it was just building up to psycho, and you know, just all of the things that the fuck, all of the things that he. And then he started talking about the uh, protest behaviors. And I was like, oh, that's psycho. Before we got to protest behavior, Slow right? down, slow when down. When he... No, you're going down the right track. When he mentioned all these things that, you know, people do when their um, anxious attachment is, like, activated, and it's called the act, activating strategies. I've been tongue twisted all day today. He says, you know, you start feeling all these things. You start expressing all these things. Put them in a high pedestal You start underestimating yourself And none of this goes away Until you finally see that person So we at home bugging out Thinking this, thinking that And we are going to continue to feel that way Until we actually see you You know what this man does The way that he describes it and lays it out Makes it seem like you guys have zero self-control Right now Granted, you are on to something Because every time that I've encountered an ancient person of the opposite sex that shared a bed with me and they were on point they were like hot on my motherfucking trail like i'm talking about getting into the <laughs> phone with without me giving them the passcode which is ingenious by the way ladies and then, yeah i know how to do that let me know i'll teach you well we need to have a conversation about that because like how does that happen but anyway and it wasn't my birthday i ain't telling all. you why we know birthday is the easiest thing but it would right so Never mind. So why we'll, would we try we'll, that? We'll get back to. It. I mean, evil geniuses, psycho. That's pretty much what it is. I mean, it's he, that's no, that's the no way he. Person. Dis- Sorry. If you really know the person you're dating, mm-hmm. you know the things they're like. You know their favorite numbers, their favorite players. Mm-hmm. And you sit there all night and not, just run through that. Like there are computers that run run those when they actually try to break into your email accounts and all of that. Like who has the time to do that? Them. Why would you? It's, it's literally just a program. It just sits there all night, does it? You don't have to keep tightening it. <laughs> it's psycho. Anyway, um, again, so I'm not, uh, not to. I w- all right, so I'm going to stop playing. I'm going to stop calling the anxious um, <laughs> attachment style a bunch of psychos because that's wrong. That's dead wrong. Uh, yeah, however, they're not crazy. So. No, nah, they're not. They're not crazy. Some lack self control, which makes them crazy. Um, but yeah, you, you guys are not crazy, so I'm gonna stop. I was just having fun with it. All right, so I'm gonna play a, a clip real fast, and then I want your opinion on it. After living like this for a while, you start to do something interesting. You start to equate the anxiety, the preoccupation, the obsession, and those ever so short bursts of joy with love. What you're really doing is equating an activated attachment system with passion. Remember I said this, I think it was last week, and I couldn't explain it? Yes, I remember. That's what it is. That's exactly we, what it is. And if we don't have that, it's just like, why am I here? It makes me almost want to take the quiz again, because I feel like I've definitely been in that position before. Right? I'm, like, of course, now I'm, I'm stable. Meds are working. I have self control, so I'm no longer anxious. <laughs> but what I'm, 
It does definitely Thank you Jay I appreciate that um, Well deserved by the way too But I, I just feel like um, Yeah I, I, I've been there before And this is why I think in episode One or two it was like I've gone through it all Like I've done I've done it all You know Jay what are your thoughts on that Oh yeah I definitely agree with that And I'm gonna be honest with you Like I just I just talked about that On an episode as well The example that comes to mind Would be What's that girl's name Christian And Blueface Like perfect. their relationship oh. That's perfect. the perfect talk example about, of that Talk about it coach Because if you take away All of that Drama And all of that You know Excitement and passion You know what I'm saying It's like we love hard and we you know fall out and fight even harder like if you take that away they just they go away they look for the crazy in someone else Yo, you know what i mean so go ahead i will say this that that young lady's story breaks my fucking heart like it literally my shit crumbles every time her shit passes my timeline Right, because wow. I'm, I'm like yeah. she has a father and a mother, and it, it, I'm like, yo, you know, and siblings, as well. But I couldn't watch my daughter go through that publicly without stepping in. There was a clip right. where Blueface hits her father. He did what? I saw that. But no, why no, the, father, the father, the father hit him first, though. It doesn't matter. Okay, you yeah. hit me back. Why are you still walking this earth? I, you know, what I mean, you dated my daughter. No, 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 no. I don't agree with that. I, as a, as me raising a man, I'm like, don't let nobody put their hands on you. Period. Like, yeah. now I'm, and I'm I'm with you 100. percent But what I'm doing is not not telling you know the facts to suit my argument. That happened. You're with my daughter, and I have a daughter. And if my you know if if it warrants me putting my hands on you, I'm gonna do it. Period. There's nothing, you know, and I understand his father probably raised him like, yo, you hit me, I made you back. But you got to understand, you're dating my daughter. I didn't just roll up on you and just, you know, and it popped off or whatever, anything like that. You're, I'm not happy with what's going on with that situation, right? Now, yeah. granted, she's grown. You know, it's kind of like um, Mayweather and his daughter, Yaya, a young boy. You get what I'm saying? It's a, I don't know. There's a lot of fuckery going on. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to leave it alone. So but, when it comes to Blueface, I'm sorry to cut you off, Jay. Blueface and Christiane is her name. Chrissy, she, I, Christine, yeah. Christine, or something like something. that. Something. Yeah. You guys know who we're talking about. I would think that she's anxious and he's avoidant, which is why it's so much chaos. It's a lot, but there's a part of me that feels like he may be anxious as well, or maybe he's an anxious avoidant. I think that would sum him up, basically. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Both, a little bit of both Okay yeah that would make sense Because it's it's too much Too too much I, I couldn't deal with it So Styles The protest behavior Oh I wanted to know what your protest behavior was This this was the all about the anxious types it, was, it wasn't yeah Do you kick you pout What do you do Um I'm gonna mention the ones that Some of the ones that he mentioned No 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 don't do that Don't do that Don't do that I just want to know what okay. what you do. I don't care about all the stuff you mentioned. What do you do? Okay, what are your so protests be? I do. I ignore. I do the whole ignoring thing. If you decide not to hit me up, 
I won't hit you up. I'll wait for you to hit me up first. Mm-hmm. Um, I front like if I'm busy. I can see you calling. I could be right there next to my phone, hoping mm-hmm. and waiting that you're gonna call. Mm-hmm. And I can see you calling, but I'm not gonna answer the first time you call. So you keeping score? Because he also mentioned that too. So you're keeping score. Yeah, I'm the keeping score type of person. There you go. Okay. Which is not bad. Protest behavior. I mean, I think conversation is better, but we're, you know, we're still evolving. Because <laughs> there's worse, right? There's the threatening to leave. Yeah. I'm not going to threaten to leave. I'm, if I'm going to leave, I'm going to leave. Mm-hmm. There's the withdrawing yourself. Well, me doing those things, like ignoring them is kind of like I'm, I am withdrawing myself at the same time. Mm-hmm. The excessive calling, texting, I will not be excessively calling and texting you like a stalker. Sorry, I would not give you that privilege. Okay, so that's one cycle trait you don't have. We'll cross that off the list. I won't be waiting around your job or on your block waiting for you to come through so I could just... That's extreme. Two-piece you real fast. (laughs) I'm trying to think if I've ever done that. No, no, I haven't. Let me ask you a question. So if there's beef, right, in the words of my man One Take, you're going to go for the W... And when I say go for the W, basically you're you're gonna be like you're gonna take petty to a whole new level. That's going for the W. Cause I with me, you go for the win, I can't be with you. You understand what I'm saying? No, if I we can't. got a problem, you go for the W, I can't be with you. Not that you have to take an L. Don't take an L. But you gotta understand, like going for the W is kinda like changing the locks. You get what I'm saying? You change the locks, then I mean certain shit there's no coming back from. So if I was to kick you out in the middle of the fight. Tell you to get out Yeah You ain't coming back Nah nah First of Never all You're not kicking back. me out of Yeah exactly You're not kicking me out of anything Cause I'm, I'm mad at myself One cause I put myself In that situation Whereby it's not our domicile It's yours That's one Two You kick me out Like that's like saying Fuck my mother So it's like Fuck my mother Alright cool Cause I don't think That I would ever do anything That egregious To be kicked I've out of a that kicked out of a home so if you kick me out of a home you don't care what happens to me in the middle of the night outside of one other side of that door with cops are killing black people and black people are killing black people so if you mm-hmm. do that we there's no coming back because i would never put your life in in danger i'll sleep uh, on the couch taking it overboard no i'm not you said kick I'm me out kicking you out you said kick me out you, i'm putting your life in danger you, obviously you i'm sure you have somewhere else to no go. no no see but you don't know that because there's no conversation I know that. which is why you're kicking because me out i know my partner i know that that's not true Paul. not necessarily that's not because true, it could it could so maybe he does maybe he can go to his mom's but maybe mom is not home and, and it's nighttime and now he's roaming the streets of new york and now you know hey what are you doing buddy <laughs> i don't know what kind of robbery that is but uh okay no that's the cops that's the cops oh that's, oh, a, yeah, that's, that's the cops, the cops. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing buddy where you headed <laughs> i've done that before i'm not gonna sit here in front i have they came back yeah sucker Nah, so it's two things that are it for me. If you find yourself in a situation where you actually have the ability to tell me to leave and you tell me to leave, that's going to be that. And if you call the cops on me, that's going to be that. That yep, one and two actually, and they're probably neck and neck, 1A, 1B. Um, and it's happened to me and we never we never reconciled that situation. That was my son's mom, and that was that. <laughs> you tell me to leave That's that 
hurt like a motherfucker. But yeah, there's no, it's, it's not the boomerang effect over here. Not with that. You understand? What I'm saying it doesn't have anything to and do with pride, ego, or nothing. You know, my mom has never thrown me out. I've never experienced that. So for a woman to throw me out, I had to sit down in a corner somewhere and rethink my life. Like, what am I doing? You understand what I'm saying? Like, why am I not holding all the cards? You know, and the reason why I say that is because I would never throw a female out. Not one that I I say that I love you. Like, we'd have to make arrangements, you know, to get you up out of there. But I'm not just putting you on the other side of the door. That's happening. Unless you fuck my brother. While I was pregnant. Huh? While I was pregnant, um, the person I was with, I already had a, a child. I was pregnant with my second. And he came to me on a Christmas Eve. He was like, listen, this isn't working. I think it's best you go back to your mother's house. We had our own place. Oh, he kicked you out. Him, like, yeah, I was like, what? Like, it was so random. Mm-hmm. You were and pregnant? He was like, yeah, yeah. Just I trying to gather all the facts. Go ahead. And that moment right there, I gathered my stuff and I left. He was like, I didn't say for you to leave. Now I'm just telling you that mm-hmm. that's the plan. Did you? I'm not going to give you the opportunity to tell me again. You, you went back? To leave. No, never went back. Never went back? Ever, never? Ever. Never. And after that day, you see how you said you had to sit down and think and reevaluate? Mm-hmm. I told myself I would never live with a man where he was the head of household, where he had control, where he was the one making most of the money, and, you know, he called the shots. I'm going to tell you like this. My mom raised me, when my mom was raising me, according to her, she's still raising me, but when my mom was raising me, <laughs> Um, rule One of the golden rules Because there were a bunch of them But one of the golden rules Was never move in with a woman So I never realized How true that was And why that was Until it actually happened And again it happened Similar to you Bob Like it, you know I'm I, In the middle of the fucking night too Um, My son's mom And it was That was crazy Yeah but never yeah. again Yeah Real, real Not quick. Not even. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, real quick. Um, I was in a situation like that, and what happened was I was in an apartment. She had a house, so it just made sense. We were like consolidating. Okay. She wasn't gonna leave her house. You know, I did it twice. I did it. You know, I had a house. I had yeah, I had a house. She had a house, but like she had a bigger house, a better house, and it was just kind of like, well, you can come here and whatever, and you can rent yours out or whatever. So. And in both of those situations, actually, I ended up leaving, but it wasn't like you got to go. You got to get out type shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but yeah. So but but the crazy thing is, like, when the situation is like that, it's like I, you can't ask a woman to uproot herself from her home and you're in an apartment. So you kind of end up having to be the one to say, all right, you know what I mean? And And it's not. Luckily they didn't Those particular situations Didn't end that way But I was warned as well Not to do that shit Like Don't move in with a woman I told myself that And then when my situation It was like If it was premeditated Because I was working I've always worked I was working full time And I was going to school full time And he was like You know stop working You're pregnant Just dedicate your time to school And you know Taking care of My son and your pregnancy and I was like, you sure? The bills won't be too much. He was like, nah, I got it. A month later, I think it's time for you to go with your mom. So he planned the shit out. There was no way I could tell him, you leave. I stay with the apartment. I wasn't working. 
I, don't I even, was depending on him. I don't even want to bash this dude right now because there's a whole other rabbit hole. Very inviting, yeah. but now nah, I'm good. So yeah, that happened. Um, another protest behavior, and this one, like I highlighted this one because this one happens a lot. Telling your partner that someone else hit on you. Do you guys do that? Do you find that to be normal? Like, I don't like it. Nah, I do. I do. Do do? I do it. Do? I've done it. Yeah, you really? but Why? I do it. I do it. Um, I don't do it to make my person jealous. Like, it's 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 like a point of like amusement. Like we laugh about certain shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, mm. like damn, yo, you know. And and it, it would be something to kind of laugh. But okay, usually when I say it. It's because maybe there's other things happening, like there's like, you know, inbox titties and stuff like that. So I have to kind of say, oh, my inbox be jumping. <laughs> I'm not even going to sit here and play games. My inbox is ridiculous. But so my shit is dry. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that my shit was dry for the longest. Like even there are episodes on the podcast where I talk about how my inbox that never happened to me. You know what I'm saying? Like the girls were talking about how they get like dick pics or whatever, and I was like, I never had nobody just send me nothing. And then like maybe they heard that and was like, Oh, we're gonna send you some titty. I don't know. But, <laughs> <laughs> but um but even like, you know, like earlier on, like before now, yeah, I was I was with somebody and some there were some things like that happening and I did mention it, you know, just because it was like uh kinda like Setting a tone for if you see something crazy, don't think I'm out here doing no bullshit. Right. Okay, so that's understandable. I just but put on the whole pants. Tell, you put on the whole pants? Put on the whole pants. I had a whole uniform because, as everyone knows, my wife lives in Dallas. So I had a whole like uniform, the sweatpants. And yeah, the, she shut that shit down. She did. I've actually had fucking sweatpants stolen from the crib. Like, yeah. And she'll pop. Yeah, we'll be on, um, like, Video chat. She's like, remember these? Like, Shit, I was looking for those. But um, yeah. So yeah, but the whole. So you'll tell your wife if somebody was flirting with you. Like Jay Christian, this shit is funny. Like we've we've had. I don't. You you want to be comfortable enough in your situation where you can actually have. And again, she she doesn't. She's not nature's attachment style. She's a secure. So that's why I have a problem with it because I'm anxious. I mean, yeah, you know, anxious with a PH, psycho. <laughs> no, I just think it's disrespectful. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, who was hitting on you? And it depends also how many times you bring something like that up. If daily yeah. you're saying it, I feel like you're constantly saying this because you're yeah. trying to get a reaction out of me. Right. Once a month, okay. Or if you're like, no, 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 I don't care. It's oh, she cheated on you. She. She um cheated on you. you hear me? That's what I'm gonna be thinking if you keep saying that. Listen, every day. man, <laughs> it, it just depends on the context in which it's actually brought up. So, if your man's right. just slinging this shit in your face, like he's trying to either a trying to have a threesome or b on some like trying to have an open relationship or c he's really not that into you and he doesn't give a fuck whether you know he's not you don't care about the w's and the l's. So I find that a lot of guys who are in situations where they're not getting something that they want. They'll use that tactic, you know, to 
try to urge their like make their person feel like well damn i better get up to speed before somebody else comes and you know what i mean i agree with that <laughs> yeah. too they could use it as a gauge as well though you know maybe the person is doing all that you know they're capable of at that moment in time or whatever and they're like damn i just maybe the person does everything except for say i love you on a consistent basis whereas you want them to say it more and you're like fuck it we're gonna use this as a litmus test so and so was in my inbox and she was like you know what blah 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 because i can't even flirt with dudes so i can't even y'all fill the blanks in but that's how <laughs> that's how that <laughs> that played out right so and then he's looking for the reaction not to make you mad but in his head like how much do you care <laughs> you know yeah yeah it's a form of like trying to take the motherfucker's temperature man Mm-hmm. Exactly. I wouldn't even say here. Let's say if you know, Jay, you and I used to date before, and we're still good friends. Like I, I still wouldn't feel right talking to you about another guy that's trying to kick it to me, or guys that I'm sleeping with. Like I don't know. It's levels of respect, and I just feel certain shit. That's why I said that the anxious attachment style is the salt of the earth. These are the people who are the considerate ones who really. Genuinely care about You know your feelings and your well being And shit like the avoidance But Jay I'm dancing over here Hold on though He's definitely preaching the gospel to your soul Right now but Jay (laughs) My my thing is (laughs) Which is that's all fine and dandy But I have exes That Can talk to me about they're now due, future due, past, and I don't care. You know what I mean? It's the same that, as, yeah. as Bob saying it or, you know what I mean? Whatever. It, it You know, when I say I don't care, it's like, ah, fuck it. Not like that. But, I mean, there's no emotional attachment to these statements, so I'm not feeling any type of way. Right, right. No, I get it. But when, so what I'm saying is, you know, to have someone that's that considerate of your feeling, you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, you know, I'm not going to tell dude. About this or that or the other Because I don't want to make him feel the way Even Whether it would make you feel the way or not Like that's golden man I agree you, I, I, I definitely agree So I'm you oh, know I'm not pivoting I'm not I'm not pivoting I still feel you know what I mean If you got an ex y'all should be able to you know, Unless you still trying to fuck this chick Or she trying to fuck you Like I don't understand why that's off the table You know what, <laughs> what I'm saying <laughs> if, you, if you still trying to maneuver And this is battleship you, you just throwing shots blindly I don't know And you like I don't want to fuck my chances up By <laughs> filling him, him or her in on some shit They have no knowledge of And it's none of their business right now Listen The way I feel it's none of their business And if I'm telling you it's for a reason Right, because you don't want to fuck I'm your chances trying to up. See, if I'm telling you, if Jay and I dated, and I'm telling him, it's maybe because I want to see his reaction to see if he still feels something for me, see how he's going to react to it. But besides that, I ain't going to tell him that. It's not. What if he? What if he asked? Depends on the question. Like, oh, are you dating somebody? Yeah, that's it. That's I'm not going to get into question. details. But yeah, okay. So you all right? So let me just. Try to, but would a secure know. attachment style ask that though? Depends. Maybe. It depends yeah. on the conversation, and you know yeah. when it came up. Because when you think about it, right? When you're getting to know someone, you ask that question. 
right? And if I genuinely and if I genuinely don't care, like for instance, if I know you, and again, there's no emotional attachment outside, no romantic emotional attachment to you, but. I want to know if you're doing okay. You know, you got a man, he's treating you good, blah, blah, blah. I'm not comparing myself to him, but maybe I just want to know. And that, that might be part of my wellness check. <laughs> How would you ask the question? Bars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It, it, I, it depends. If we're having a. Hey, Bar, what's going on? You all right? Yeah, I'm good. How's everything with you? You got a man? I'm good. I'm good. I didn't mean to skip over your question. I'm just. Straight to the. Yeah, this is. Straight this is, to it, right? Yeah, this is. Speed inquisition No I don't have a No I don't have a man Alright so you shut it down There's nothing to talk about I'll just leave it there So all you care about Is if she Is committed to someone You don't care If she's dating Anyone else Okay are you Are you dating I'm sorry Are you Are you fucking Is that what you want You want me to ask No no. Alright are you You dating You understand what I'm saying I I hear you Yes I'm dating You are dating Okay Alright um See the thing is this there's no back you still don't care no, no 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 there's no back and forth so if there's no back and forth now i feel like i'm prying so if i feel like i'm prying i'm gonna drop it because i am a secure okay so basically secures don't care if you're dating or not as long as you're not in a committed relationship no nah, that's not that's not a that's not it at all again nah we're emotionally in, understanding we, we, we're not void of emotion so basically mm-hmm. i'm still i'm still invested in you know whether you're good or not but if you're, you know, I'm, I'm reading the room. So if you're saying things and you're being short, I'm gonna leave it alone. I'm not gonna pry. Okay, I get it. If but, I'm leaving it short and simple, it's for yeah. Me. You throwing it and at you me like that. yeah, because then it's gonna look like I am trying to get back in your pants, and then I, I'm, I'm not trying to do that. So if you're not willing to have the conversation, I'm gonna respect that. But just because someone is is a secure attachment style, it, that doesn't mean that they don't necessarily want to get back in somebody's pants or get back with someone. That's they a fact. just their approach is probably a little different. But yeah, hundred okay. percent. All right. So the next part of the chapter, he talks about anxious person being in a relationship, right? And he gives us anxious people advice on how to find a good partner. And develop a good relationship And his advice is Well He made a statement That avoidance Want anxious people And anxious people are more attracted To avoidance And the reason for that is Because avoidance are usually Most of the people in the dating pool Are avoidance Because of the way they are They tend to end relationships Faster than anyone else I've noticed that I'm more attracted to avoidance, and now it makes sense. It's because those are the only ones out there. You secure guys, know what you want, y'all go for it, y'all get it, and y'all good. But it's not just because that's all that's out there. It's because that's what you've been programmed to be attracted to because of the, the high and the lows, emotionally speaking. Absolutely. Yeah. It's the chase at the end of the day. You want you want the whole toxic stuff. See, she says toxic, but she tells me I can't say psycho. I'm confused. But I prefer toxic over psycho. All right, that's fine. I think it's synonymous with psycho, but that's just me. So the thing is, um, I think that yeah, with the with the anxious and the avoidant, um, like Jay said, it's like chasing the highs and the lows because 
you're literally chasing somebody that's stiff arm in your face every chance they get. You get what I'm saying? Not that they don't want to be with you, but still in all, you know, they keep their they keep they keep their cards close to their vest. You know, and you're mm-hmm. trying to peek in their hand and they're like stiff arming you, so your neck should hurt right now. Okay, so I'm gonna play another clip where he explained it in a way that I can't, but it makes a whole lot of sense. Pietro Monaco and Carnally believe that these attachment styles actually complement each other in a way. Each reaffirms the other's beliefs about themselves and about relationships. The avoidance defensive self-perception that they are strong and independent is confirmed, as is the belief that others want to pull them into more closeness than they are comfortable with. The anxious types find that their perception of wanting more intimacy than their partner can provide is confirmed, as is their anticipation of ultimately being let down by significant others. So in a way, each style is drawn to reenact a familiar script over and over again. A never-ending cycle. I said cycle. Cycle of a whole bunch of toxicity. Your words, not mine. So one reassures the... Shut up. One reassures the other, right? So, he says we, us anxious people, shouldn't date avoidance. Gonna give you guys some of the reasons why. Shouldn't date avoidance because... People with the anxious attachment style style, seek closeness and intimacy while the avoidance love their space. We also are sensitive to the signs of rejection. Avoidance send mixed signals, which is a good mix for both. We need to be reassured and love. Avoidance will put you down to protect themselves and deactivate their attachment system. Are there other things that you guys have noticed where you'll, you know, give someone like me advice as to why not to date and avoid it? So the, the, the thing is, why date someone who can't give you or won't give you what it is that you want? If you want time and attention, uh, excuse me, <laughs> tension. <laughs> if you want time and attention and they don't want to give you time and attention, then why would you? Run behind somebody like that Why would you want somebody like that That's like a man saying Hey I want this woman I want a woman that gives me sex But you're gonna marry a woman That won't give you sex That doesn't make sense It doesn't make sense But it's the chase That does something for us So Yeah I, I guess But I think it's very important To understand that You know You can't First of all You can't change other people But also you mentioned how um, available and prevalent the avoidance are in the dating pool, mm-hmm. but the secures are are rare or scarce in the dating pool because secures tend to find relationships and stay in relationships longer. And so, because of that, right? <laughs> if there's more avoidance, and I, it makes total sense because everyone, most of the women who have a anxious attachment style who are in the dating pool always end up back in the dating pool because the avoidance do what they do and then the avoidance go back into the dating pool to only meet <laughs> and I'm not laughing, another it's anxious. just another anxious and then the cycle just continues, right? 
not with the necessarily the same people. And every once in a while, there'll be a secure who gets out of a relationship, gets in there and meets somebody, and you know it generally works out. But I don't know. I just feel like it doesn't make sense to chase something that makes you unhappy. But like you said, it's the thrill of the chase. It's the you know the 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 hope of or the uh, the toxic <laughs> cycle of you know passion and and pain. I guess you'd say. Pain is pleasure. What? There's <laughs> no way to address your guests. But <laughs> let's get back to the dating pool, though. I would think that... Um, it's trash. Well, I mean, I'm not in it, so I'm sorry for you. But the thing is, um, I always every time somebody says the dating pool is trash, I always look at it like, oh, it's always somebody else, like... The dating pool is trash. Maybe you just make bad decisions. But, you know, I digress. Listen, this is the thing. The dating pool might be full of part-time avoidance. Maybe they're not avoidance for real. But because of the cycle that, you know, as far as dating is concerned, having to go from one to the other. You get what I'm saying? So you, the way I'm thinking about it is this. Maybe the dating pool turns you into an avoidant. Whereas you weren't an avoidant But the cycle or the process of dating Turns you into an avoidant No? It's not hidden? No, the dating pool turns you into an anxious person I don't think so I don't think so Now I agree with what you're saying Since the whole dating pool is trash Like you tend to Well for avoidance Sometimes I feel avoidance are the way they are, even though this is not this episode isn't about the avoidance, but you know, I have to defend them a little bit. They are the way they are because they're trying to protect themselves. That's so, their armor. And yeah. When we get to their chapter we'll we'll see if I'm right. Um, but I think that's why they are the way they are. Because of past trauma. Okay. We'll see. Okay, so he says Jay, you've mentioned this before that um, the secure person is like the best for an anxious person because, you know, while we craving intimacy, secure person is okay with giving us that while we crave to be reassured, the secure person is there to validate us and, you know, show us all the love and attention that we need. But the sad part is that when it comes to a secure person, we view them as being boring. So a lot of times we find a secure guy. He's great. He's amazing. He checks all the boxes. But the relationship is boring. And we tend to let them go. Yeah, it's, be- yeah, it's because of the addiction to the pleasure and pain syndrome, the highs and the lows. It's like one minute there's much. Ple- like he talked about it in the book. He said that like there's a lot of pleasure and then there's, you know, that pleasure is short-lived. Um, and then there's a bunch of turmoil and, plain heat and pain. He didn't use those words, but that's basically what it is. And so when you get with someone who is secure, which goes back to the Christian and Blueface uh, example, you're, you're kind of like, well, you know, yeah, it's cool, but I don't feel the same passion. I'm not as excited as I was with this person because... You know, he's kind of boring He's low key But what it is 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 it's a healthy relationship Yeah you have to unlearn All that madness That you're used to 
he says that we equivalent the madness to love and affection, which we do, but it's not. So, to sum it up real fast, he gave he gives five pieces of advice to us anxious people who are out there dating. Right. So the first one is that we should be straightforward with our needs from the beginning. There's no need to play games and act like if you are something that you're not because more than likely you attract the wrong attachment. So if you're dating and you're not trying to call this guy so much, give them so much attention and do this and do that, it's best to not front like these are things that you don't do because the only thing you're going to do is attract and avoid it because the avoidant is going to see that and be like, all right, I could do one. She ain't up my ass. What's up, Jay? Yeah, Jay. Yeah, so that was the thing that I said earlier that I wanted to kind of address. Because what he was saying was don't play games. He was like, dating books tell people to, you know, uh, not call, to not call, get distant, things like that, to, you know, do certain things to try to gain their person's attention, right? Mm-hmm. And I do agree with that. Like, it's if you're doing it to change the object of your affection or the person you're seeing, then you're wasting your time because chances are it's not going to work that way. However, when I tell people to miss some phone calls, when I tell people to use the no contact rule, things like this, it's not meant to make their person pursue them, but it's meant to change them. It's meant to get them used to the idea of not calling and not necessarily seeing their their, this person and get used to the fact that, hey, you know what? I can survive and I can live my own life doing what I'm doing and I don't necessarily need them. So you begin to wane yourself off of this person who means you no good anyway. And so, okay. go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I got, I got a question for y'all, right? With regards to one, what Jay just said, and two, with the advice that was given in the book. We started off with the anxious attachment style, right? With the advice... That the guy gave in the book And what Jay just said Are we changing The anxious into something else Something that they're not What are no. we doing Are we changing them into something else Or are we teaching them self-control I'm just I'm trying to control. Oh. Yeah I Teaching them self-control Cause what, what you're teaching them Is that hey Like You need to limit contact But it's not For the purpose of You know Getting this person to To succumb to your will Like you're literally learning self-control so that you can be better for you mm. as you move forward dealing with these people. And so, you know, I, I just I felt what he was saying and I understood what he was saying. But it's all about the motive behind doing it. Like, it's not like a playing a game to to catch the mouse. It's not that it's like you're you're learning to stop chasing. OK, I get it. So to switch up the advice and put it in a better way is be straightforward with your needs in the beginning but also have self-control when it comes to these things you really don't want the other person thinking that you're depending on them 100% for emotional fulfillment that's the exactly. way to put it exactly okay. so that's number one guys number two is recognize and rule, and rule out avoidance this is his advice when it comes to dating. Rule out the avoidance because you're going to have a blue face type of relationship and we don't want those. So some signs for you to rule them out are someone that sends mixed signals, 
They long for an ideal relationship, but then again, they give hints that they want that, but not with you. They're desperate to meet the one, but they blame their past relationship failures on other people. They disregard your emotions. They say that you're too needy or overreact. And your messages don't get across to them. Number three, he says to be yourself and express your needs. Don't sit back and let the other person have control of the relationship all around, which is basically number one, the way we summed it up. Number four, remember that there are plenty of fish in the sea. He says it's good to date more than one person. Me being an anxious person, this is something that I say I'm dating, but I'm not dating. I really don't. I don't have the time to date or the energy, but I've never done this. Like now that I'm older, when I was younger, yeah. But dating more than one person for an anxious person, Jay, your opinion, you don't think is a lot? No, because and I'll tell you why. Because I feel like an anxious person. So have you ever noticed as an anxious woman who may have been dating a guy like you may date an avoidant guy, but he's insistent on the fact that I don't I want to be the only person you're seeing. Or maybe there's a, a, even a secure guy. I want to be the only one you're seeing. And it's very early. And it's not like it shouldn't be that way just yet. The thing is, they're afraid that you're going to meet somebody because they know they ain't shit. So they're afraid <laughs> that you're going to meet somebody who's actually a better fit. And so in order to thwart that completely and totally, they try to uh, promote exclusivity like really early. Fast. Yeah. Okay. I just want to defend the dudes out there The ancient dudes um, <laughs> Not ancient, anxious the, But I probably I know, said ancient no, I'm said, saying it ain't shit Ain't so, shit, yeah. Yeah, shit, yeah So the thing is um, The dudes that actually promote exclusivity Early on in the game Is not necessarily because they have a lot of shortcomings It's because they just want focus on Like I don't want you to lose sight of What's going on right here you know, so it's not necessarily like maybe they it's like speed dating. Speed dating didn't exist a long time ago and it's a new concept. Shit just came up and it's like, oh, let's do that. So they're on to that. And um I don't think that they're necessarily promoting exclusivity because of the fact that they have shortcomings. It might be because they recognize right out the gate, like this is something that I want to pay attention to. You know, because they say that it's a known fact that multitasking is uh, impossible You can only focus on one person Or one thing at a time You cannot multitask People say it But Lies No 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 This is this is scientific I'm not even bullshitting you right now Yeah you can't You, you can't You have to focus on One thing at a time You cannot fo- You cannot split your attention That means that you're doing two things Simultaneously Literally Do you want to Do you realize that When you're doing two things You stop one thing To do the other thing And then stop yeah, doing yeah, that And then flip right. back over so but the thing, yeah. so yeah, but the thing is, like with that, with what you're saying, I agree with you. But it's like, okay, I'm here and I'm I'm checking for this dude, but I see things that I don't like. So at that point, go ahead and start hanging out with other people because if not, you'll get stuck with this dude. Absolutely, absolutely. So we should have a rotation of at least five. A rotation. I didn't say that. I did not say that. <laughs> Got a rotation. Um, he was saying it's better to, you know, date more than one person. 
Because anxious people, we get attached fast, especially when, it, let's say, if I have sex with you, automatically, like, you're mine type thing. If I kiss you, automatically, there's some emotional attachment. And it's crazy because when it comes to kissing, there's guys that I've dealt with and I wouldn't kiss them. It might sound crazy, but I would sleep with them, not kiss them. Because to me, kissing is more of an emotional attachment. And I know and understand that. So I can sleep with you and not kiss you just because I know I don't want to be emotionally attached to you. I don't know. You're not. If, if I can't, if I can stick my dick in you, but I can't stick my tongue in your mouth, I mean, that's that's a little off-putting to me. So I'm going to leave this shit all the way alone. Like, yeah. Next. <laughs> How does the speed dating yeah. thing work? Next. Yeah. No, I get it, though. Yeah. I remember this one guy. He's like, but why won't you kiss me? And he would grab my face. He'd be like, just kiss me, and I would turn my face. Like, no, like, come on, let's just do what you gotta do. She's like, you want me to fall in love with you? Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Because that's what they'll say. Like, don't kiss me unless you mean it. Yeah, that's a fact. Yeah, Yeah. I don't kiss just anybody. Okay, so number five is give secure people a chance. You might be bored at first, but give it some time, and you may start to appreciate a calm. Attachment system and all the advantage advantages it has to offer. This is the thing with that. We usually, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. We usually shut secure people down because we don't want to be bored. This is the thing. Yeah, because y'all like living on the edge. You know what I mean? It's like I missed my rent four months in a row. You think they're gonna kick me out now? Nah. You see, <laughs> stability. I offer stability. You are gonna come home? Your rent's gonna be paid. Oh, you don't have shit. to worry about it. You know what I mean? She's like, nah. How about we just not pay it next month and just see what happens? fuck out of here we're not doing that i don't think that he means boredom at all you know what i mean it's it's you he's looking i guess he's saying that what you're looking for is someone to stir your emotion you know and drive you fucking crazy you know yeah that and, whole emotional roller coaster. yeah and the secure dudes and women are not here to drive you crazy because they want peace in their lives they want to have fun and excitement but something that they mutually created not something that I made you go through by yourself. That shit is psycho. I, I just, I don't know how to pH. Psycho. <laughs> Listen, long story short, guys. Act like Jay says, anxious of people are needed in this world. This world would be boring without us. She's going to have a whole. Like, why, are you so, why are you so proud to say that you're anxious? I'm proud to say that I came from an anxious, anxious, to like the 10th power state in my life where now I'm anxious having some secure attachment styles as well and it takes time I've been single for four years it's taken you know it takes time <laughs> she Bro, just became goals for somebody <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is like there's nothing wrong with having an anxious attachment style some people can't help it I mean you that's what you are like you have very little control over it and if you learn to control it or as you learn to control it it's still what you are It's like you know when, when people say Hey my name's Jay And I'm I'm a crackhead Or I'm a drug addict Or whatever right Like That's why they say You know I'm so and so And I'm an alcoholic Or I'm an addict Because what they're basically saying is That trait is still there And I can relapse at any time So, so we start I don't eating, know bro if I like, ever, Hi my name is Barbie And I have an anxious attachment style What's yours? I, I think mean, that that should I wouldn't most certainly that, be but it's, <laughs> Part of it Because I'm going to ask Listen God forbid I'm ever thrown back Into the dating pool But that's going to be Part of my 
questionnaire What do you listen to What's your favorite lyric from that person And uh, what's your attachment style I just need to know if you fucking psycho or not But some How many people do you think you'll encounter That actually know that that they actually won't. And if, and, but see, that's the thing. No, which they don't even have to do. See, the thing is so mainstream right now with regards to it because even you can take a Facebook poll on the shit. And that's how mainstream the shit is. So if you don't know, again, you just eliminated yourself. So which is fine. <laughs> We're just kids a green light. We're gonna keep it moving. <laughs> oh shit. There's this guy that's been interested in me for a very long time. And um, I brought the book up to him. I told him that I was reading this book. And I asked him if he would take the quiz. He hasn't taken it. And that's so the like, thing. Because yeah. he's broke. It's just like love languages. Like, I'm going to be honest. I'm a podcaster. And my co-hosts, two women, have been saying, hey, let's do an episode on the love languages. And I was basically, honestly, truthfully, everybody's, it's overdone. Like, we ain't doing that shit. Right. Yeah, you would have to but, come up with a different way to do it. Yeah, exactly. But in in honesty and all truth, in all truthfulness and honesty, like there are people who listen to me who don't know anything about it. So or us, not me, who listen to us who don't know anything about it. So it would actually do them some good if we, you know, spoke about it. But and I plan to do it. I, like you said, I just have to come up with another way of doing it. No, I have a good. Book not at all. I think if needed. I think you just need to do it. I think that there are people because of the way that you guys already talk about the topics, and they're waiting for that. Yo, Jay, just give the people what they want, man. Stop playing. I agree, Jay. Dare to be touched. Here's the quote of the day. So for today's quote, I got a clip right out of the book. Because it stuck out to me and I feel that it's the best way to close out the episode. So the quote of the day is as follows. Remember, an activated attachment system is not passionate love. Next time you date someone and find yourself feeling anxious, insecure and obsessive only to feel elated every once in a while, tell yourself this is most likely an activated attachment system and not love. True love in the evolutionary sense means peace of mind still waters run deep is a good way of characterizing it yes all that toxic craziness ain't love guys let them know where they can find you all that good stuff any advice closing words go ahead jay because you know i gotta get my thoughts together i fuck this shit up every week all right of course, you can find us at the Cognac Room Podcast on Instagram, the Cognac Room Podcast on Facebook, and the Cognac Room Podcast on Twitter. As far as closing thoughts, you know, at the end of the day, it's just, it's very important that we recognize who we are and what we want, that we pay attention to that. And like he said, he mentioned this in the, um, in the book, in this chapter, about writing things down so that you can kind of gauge or gain some clarity on what it is that you want and so that's extremely important i have clients do that all the time it's extremely important so once you do that and you know what you want and you know what you don't want when you start to see signs in a person of things that you do not want then you know you can put them on the expendable list yes real fast thoughts before you go when it comes to writing things that you want, I start. I bought this book on Amazon called um, A Shadow Journey Journal, and it has different exercises, and it has you write down 
things that you want to manifest. It just asks you a bunch of questions and you have to like answer quickly and it helps you learn more about yourself. So like Jay said, writing things down, these exercises will help you a lot, a lot. If anyone is interested in that, I'll send you guys the link. Just hit me up. Jay, I'll send it to you in case you want to use it for your clients. Great. Yeah. Styles. All right. So you can catch me at the Brunch Hour podcast. And also, um, where else can they find me? Oh, the Happy Hour podcast. And uh, Friday Thursday's night. Thursday's watching football. What's today, watching. though? Today is Wednesday. Um, you still watch. Relax. The TV, but go ahead. Relax. Um, Friday night lives whenever we get our lives together. And um, how you call it? Closing statements. Closing statements. All right. Um, let me see. Be the most authentic you all the time. You know, learning about yourself is highly important, as my two wonderful co-hosts just mentioned. Juan, you my guy. Change the locks, bro. Change the locks. <laughs> yeah, I know the baby Listen, steps. I told Juan he's going to be a part of this episode. So oh, yeah. Nah, I'm, when I, I mean, pop up with my change the locks hoodie, you know, you know what it is. And, and, and I know, I know, I know. I thought about it. And anxious isn't, uh, anxious isn't, isn't psycho or crazy. It's just creepy. <laughs> it's fucking creepy. It is the way he defines is creepy, you know. Whatever, anxious people are amazing people, and that's that. It's like they Thank need AA meetings, right. anxious anonymous. Like that's the way he described it in this chapter. Am I lying? I can't wait to get to the other chapters, especially avoidant, and we're gonna see ooh a whole bunch of. But I'm not. A, but I'm not avoidant though. You're avoiding the fact that you're avoidant. But I took the quiz though, and I didn't cheat. I don't care. You cheated. Okay. Thank you, Barb. All right, guys. Thank you, Jay. Until next week, stay safe and stay blessed. Please subscribe, rate, and follow Barbie on IG. And let underscore me underscore touch underscore you. Facebook at Let Me Touch You Podcast. Twitter at Let Me Touch You 3. And on YouTube at Let Me Touch You Podcast. Want to be featured on Let's Connect? Simply call 929-359-3229 to leave Barbie a message. Your message will be on an upcoming episode. Thank you for the continued support. See you next week. Stay safe and stay blessed.